Welcome to That Nam's Podcast, a podcast produced by the New Anglican Missionary Society for those that have a heart for or are interested in church planning, discipleship, and world missions. On this episode, Servant General John Schuler continues the story of Nam's work in Charlotte, North Carolina. But first, he explains why the story matters today, both for Nam's and the future gospel witness of the Anglican family in North America. We hope you enjoy. Welcome to That NAMS Podcast. This is podcast number 33. My name's John Schuler. I'm glad to have you with us. We're going to continue the story of the NAMS work in Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, the work was called King of Kings, and out of that first congregation planted a network of churches, uh, grew up called for several years the King's Mission Network. But first, I'd like to explain to the quizzical listener why this story is important to NAMS, since it's a story that is rooted in um, events that happened 20, 25 years ago. The first reason that it's so important is because the principles that we used in planting King of Kings in Charlotte and building the NAMS mission network, the King's mission network, uh, were the same principles that God was teaching us around the world in the work that NAMS was doing. Indeed, until the year 2007 and a little bit in 2008, these were the principles that NAMS was seeking to impart around North America, everywhere that we had the opportunity to inspire or cast vision, to train or equip to assist uh, already begun church planters and planting, or to actually begin new work where we were in a lead role. These were the principles that we were trying to impart. But in Charlotte, we saw them take root. We saw them enfleshed. We saw them blessed because the work in Charlotte grew and grew and grew. Now, the reason for reflecting back on that is that in the intervening season, especially, uh, the reality in North America is that the Anglican witness is declining. Um, the number of Anglicans that existed in the, in the latter years of, of my time in Charlotte has diminished ever since. Um, and that's not good. It's not that there aren't wonderful and good congregations scattered around the United States. There are. But there are actually fewer congregations today than there were 10, 12 years ago. And the, con the congregations that are hanging on are numerous, barely surviving. So Nams remains convinced that God has not forsaken the Anglican family, that God called this family into existence that this family belonged to God. It, this family does not belong to Canterbury. It does not belong to any denominational entity. It belongs to God. And God desires that it be found faithful, that it, that it live in the light of Christ faithfully and fruitfully. And, and we believe that when, when, when the community is living faithfully, it will be productive. It will be fruitful. And so in that, for that reason, we think what we learned and what we tried to pass on in Charlotte still matters today. We want to see the work of Christ among us grow and flourish throughout the United States and Canada. 
And we have in our prayers a desire to see something like what happened in Charlotte happen in every state in the country and in every province of Canada. So we think the Charlotte story is important. The King of Kings story is important. The King's Mission Network story is important. Well, last week we we shared, I shared how we came to believe that moving to Charlotte, North Carolina was a call on our life, Cynthia, my dear wife, and myself. And we saw God's hand almost from the beginning of, of announcing it. The five couples that were already existing in Charlotte were calling us, and on the day that we announced that we were leaving All Saints Church in Pauly's Island and were prayed for and blessed and sent out um, by Bishop Chuck Murphy from the congregation of All Saints in Pauly's Island, that very day two couples were visiting All Saints Church from Charlotte, and both of them came up to Cynthia and me after the service and offered to be a part. So before moving, but on the day we were preparing to leave, we went from five couples that we hardly knew in Charlotte, North Carolina, to the addition of two couples we met that day and me and Cynthia. So it's important to recognize there were eight couples um, that began the work in Charlotte. And I mentioned last week how I inaugurated a Saturday training. I think I mentioned Friday night. We may have done a Friday, Saturday, a time or two, but we settled in to a Saturday morning training time from 9 to, to noon. And in, those, in the weeks of that training, uh, I sought to convey to them the elementary principles that are necessary to be a disciple-making Great Commission Honoring Congregation. Now, one of the things that I have to let you know is that even though we did that training um, regularly every week, and really we did that training for four months before we actually began a Sunday service. Um, But what I want to point out to you and share with you is counsel that's come to me from two people I love very much. One, my wife, Cynthia, who was a part of the planting of King of Kings and an encouragement to the birth of the King's Mission Network from the beginning. And the second uh, counselor is my dear son in the Lord, Bishop Joseph Roseo, who in 2024 will take up the responsibility of being the next servant general of NAMS Global. Well, here's what Cynthia has said. Don't tell them all the successes without telling them the things that went wrong. Planting any church is a a season of ups and downs, rare indeed. In fact, I would be suspicious of any explanation of a congregation that just grew and grew and grew without any trouble. Um, There are always ups and downs, and I'll try to be as honest and faithful in sharing them as I can be. Bishop Joseph pointed out, when he and I were discussing um, this podcast, he pointed out that it's very important that I tell you that I went to work in Charlotte without drawing any salary from the work in Charlotte. I was leading NAMS, and NAMS is a faith-based ministry. And so I was not giving every day or every hour of, of, of the week to this new work. I was still leading 
a global missionary society that was growing in other parts of the country, in other parts of the world. And I was drawing my compensation from the resources and the support that was being given to NAMS in its global work. So it's important to recognize that that gave a great relief uh, to the early work because they did not have to raise my salary and benefits. In fact, it was two and a half years after we moved to Charlotte before I became fully um, a financial burden or a financial partner, if I could put it that way, with the new community that was growing up uh, called King of Kings. Well, when we arrived in, in Charlotte, we arrived after a number of visits. Cynthia and I had driven to Charlotte from South Carolina a number of times and had begun to try to understand the community. We were talking to anyone that would talk to us. We were sharing the vision um, of planting a new Anglican congregation that would be obedient to the Great Commission. We were learning the demography of Charlotte. We were observing where Charlotte was growing. And we were delighted and surprised to discover that it was growing in every direction. There was not a single axis that you could drive out from the center of Charlotte that would not indicate growth. But to our surprise, and to the surprise of many others, it just grew and grew and grew in our hearts that we are being directed to start the work in the center of the already existing city, not in the historic downtown, which is a major center, city center, but in the city center that had grown up as a secondary city center known as South Park. Today, if you were to go to Charlotte, you would find that a third city center has grown up even farther away from the historic center um, called Ballantyne. But we settled on South Park, and our prayer and our best understanding of what God was asking was that we thought we would be in South Park for a year. And from that position, we would discover what part of the perimeter God would have us plant King of Kings. Well, as it happened, King of Kings never went to the perimeter. God gave that burgeoning community in the very beginning a heart for all of the Charlotte region, but a particular heart for South Park. So that's where we began. Well, our time's up for this week. It went by quickly. I'll look forward to hearing or having you hear more of the story next week. Thanks for joining us. If you enjoyed this week's episode of That Nam's Podcast, please rate, comment, and subscribe on whichever podcast platform you're using. Also, if you would like to get in touch with us or want to learn more about Nam's and our mission, please visit us on our website at namsnetwork.com. Thanks for joining us, and God bless.